Let's go. Hey, happy Friday, you all. Man, I appreciate you guys tuning in. It's Modern Manhood Masterclass. You know, as you all are aware, me and Dr. Damon have a personal development group that is specially for men to create a self-refuge and have conversation and dialogue with the things that impact men. Today, I'm excited as usual. You know, I'm usually excited, but I'm pretty excited about bringing on a good friend, therapist, counselor, uh, my man, Clinton Patton, who is a therapist who is actually hosting an event for Domestic Awareness. And since this is Domestic Awareness Violence uh, Month, we wanted to go ahead and bring somebody in that specializes, that has a heart for this. Ever since I've known Clinton, this has been something that he has um, spurheaded. He spurheaded. A lot of people talk about domestic violence and how it impacts home, but he has been personally impacted um, in this particular type of situation. It's not only impacted his life, but I believe his sister was impacted in this, and he started a foundation from her and actually created an amazing foundation that helps many, many, many individuals in regards to domestic violence. So, bro, I appreciate you sharing the platform with us. I'm really grateful to have you here. Um, not just because of this, but also because of mental health. I know that you're very passionate about this in regards to mental health and trauma, especially in our culture. I've seen you speak on this. My man is also an author. He has done foundations. He's done galas. He's done um, man, a lot of different things. You're actually hosting an event coming up shortly. So tell us, how did you get involved? And then tell us a little bit about yourself and then your event as well. And he's a motivational speaker, too. Let's go. Hey, hey, thank you. First of all, thanks for having me on the platform. Um, I started in 2007 uh, after my sister was murdered by a boyfriend and I came to a point in my life where um, I was going to have to make a decision. I began to become angry and I started to, you know, pretty much plan out the details on how I was going to murder the dude who killed my sister. Wow. But then I um, began to think about, you know, Am I that type of person and what good it would that do? Would that bring my sister back? And my son, I was like, man, my son don't need to be another kid without a father. So uh, I decided that I was going to do something about it. And I stopped attacking, attacking the person and started attacking domestic violence as a as a concept. Wow. That's dope. That's important, man. What, yeah. what are some things, I mean, that's that's pretty difficult because, you know, we, we lose people often, but it's not too often we lose people uh, to domestic violence, or at least when it does mm -hmm. happen, it's not anything that's publicly broadcasted as far as the occurrence of this happens. How do you feel like it, it's been a journey impacting your life in regards to this? Because it's difficult to help people heal of such a problem that's in our culture. Well, first and foremost, we have to look at our traditions and our traditions are set up for us to be divided. Our relationship wow. traditions are dysfunctional and they're maladaptive. And if you keep doing the wrong thing, you're going to get the same result or you keep doing things that you know to be wrong or know to be maladaptive, then you're going to pass those uh, down from generation to generation. Mm -hmm. So... Talking, speaking about domestic violence is like when people hear the words domestic violence, they uh, strictly think physical, like physical, and they think that it's always a man against man on a woman or whatever. So, what I've learned is that we have to learn to target the trauma, the childhood trauma uh, associated with being a victim of child abuse, which is also domestic violence, or mm -hmm. a victim of. Um, an indirect victim of domestic violence 
meaning a child that witnesses domestic violence that may not be um hit or anything like that but they witness a parent a man or a woman going through that that's those are indirect victims of domestic violence um trauma bonds trauma bonds are so powerful because what happens is some people uh confuse those trauma bonds with soul ties trauma mm -hmm. bonds involve fear trauma bonds involve fear it is very impossible to love someone from a traumatic mind state soul ties are about peace soul ties are about peace and that's where love lies within soul ties and it's very possible to confuse the two because once you live in an environment that shows you that love is supposed to hurt you believe that you're supposed to hurt and that you're supposed to live in chaos Absolutely. you know the mind is a, is a uh, a wonderful thing when it's used for the right things. However, when we're talking about a, a abusive relationships, we're not, we can talk about the relationship. If we just remove the title of marriage, you won't have a healthy marriage if your relationship isn't healthy because marriage is the title of a relationship that is legally bonded, you know, in the, mm -hmm. it's legal pretty much. Right. But we forget to, focus on the relationship marriage is supplemental the relationship right. is extremely important so when we learn these maladaptive behaviors and we continue to pass them down and example when i speak about um whoopings and what they do for children and stuff like that um very defensive very very defensive and when i say defensive i mean like Whoop, they say people say things like, well, if I wouldn't have got those whoopings, then I wouldn't be where I am today. And in my mind, I'm like, if I wouldn't have got those whoopings, I don't know where I'd be today. I would be more emotionally available. I would Absolutely. have emotional competence. I would um I would understand that love doesn't have doesn't hurt. I would right. know that I don't have to use physical violence to get my needs met. You know, these are things right. that some of our men and women are suffering from. Um, good point. I think that's important to say. So, because yeah. sometimes we, I mean, there's a difference between abuse and discipline. And, right. and if you've been trained up, and that's something I had to learn, because man, I, I was abused quite a bit growing up. Mm. I even see TikTok videos and it triggers me, or it triggers me to see um, a parent yelling at a kid or demeaning a kid as a form of control over a kid completely like diminishing their sense of value you know what i'm saying and not really challenging our frame of reference like it took a lot for me to truly understand wow i have a lot of things that's that's broken in me because of the way i was raised and how it was normalized and i think that it's difficult to have that kind of conversation with the person because they feel like you're challenging the sense of their authority or their leadership whenever we have conversations like this so I know you're dealing with this. How do you, how do you approach that in, in conversating with a person so they can be open-minded to realize that what they're doing may not be the most effective way and approach to handling their family? Well, I also um, I, I also do marriage and family counseling, uh, do couples counseling as well. And so I'll give an example. I had a, uh, a guy to come in first and he was saying that his um his, at the time his child's mother had been quote unquote tripping and you know he don't understand what she was tripping about and you know things of that sort and so i told him i said hey bring her in 
And so uh, she came in and she was like, I just don't want to think about not being able to be here for my son. Wow. And I said, okay. So I looked at him and I said, so how do you feel when she say that? He said, man, that hurt. And then I said, listen, you are reminding her of her childhood. If she's already told you that she's had a history of domestic violence and yet you're yelling at her trying to uh, assert her dominance, then that's not cool. You know, and you you can't do stuff like that. How are you going to love somebody, but you want to control them at the same time? Absolutely. And you're controlling her because you have temper tantrums. And you know, if your temper tantrums are, are what's scaring her, then you continue to do it because you want your way. He looked at me and you could just see the tears well up in his eyes. And um, after she left, after she left, he came back the following day. He was like, man, mm -hmm. I've never, ever thought of that like that. And yeah. I've never thought of it. And I just said, you know, sometimes you can't use the same way that you was raised because I'm pretty sure that you was yelled at, you know, you didn't like the way that felt. So since you know how it feels, why would you do that to the mother of your son? You know, why would you do that to somebody that you supposedly love? Like, that's something you can't do because, you know, the guy that killed my sister told that he loved her, but he kept jumping on her. And then mm -hmm. he ultimately told her that he was going to kill her and actually did it. You know, so, you know, you got to be careful with what you do and what you say. You got to match what you, you know, they got to match. You know, and mm -hmm. he continued to come back. You know, he was really, he was one of the guys that I was just like, you know what, maybe I can, you know, you know, get into that arena of working with people who may not see that they're ab being abusive. Right. That's a, and know, that's a space. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. That's a space that um that we don't so often then get I, to um, in conversation. Go ahead. I, I was saying that's a space we don't often get to in this conversation. We, we highlight what abuse looks like. And that's, that's for, for a lot of us, big picture, it's easy to see that. Oh, it's the yelling, it's the violence, it's, you know, it's the asserting your dominance. But getting to that space mm -hmm. of really doing the reflection and being able to, to not only look at violence from an outward view of what someone else is doing, but getting to that space of starting to see the ways in which we are perpetuating that on people that we genuinely mm -hmm. do care and love love on is is one of the spaces that that we felt like Donnell and I talking about how important this is we've got to bring to the forefront because we especially as men don't we don't often have that opportunity to really dive into our feelings that 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 deep enough to really bring ourselves out of that and so right. what I'm asking um, is how do we do that in a space where we're already behind the curve of understanding evaluating the the um, the power of working with a therapist like yourself, what can we do in the now, in the today, in our own homes, in our own space to even start that process? First and foremost, we got to get away from, <clears throat> excuse me, we have to move away from tradition. Tradition has said a man is not supposed to feel. Tradition has said that a man is supposed to be the provider. The man is supposed to, you know, take certain things and you know um a man is supposed to to be strong or supposed to be silent we have to understand that men and women have the same exact feelings there is there isn't any difference mm -hmm. 
And until we do that, we're gonna have a divided culture. We're gonna have a divided community and we're gonna have all the societal problems that we're continuing to have now because they're cycles. Um, we have to allow men to express their emotions without um, being condescending or dismissing right. their uh, emotions or, you know how some people get when they say, um, oh, you a man, you don't supposed to, you don't supposed to do that. You, you a man, you right. supposed to be able to take it. Or um, he, if a man is emotional, oh, he can't handle me. But at the end of the day, men and women experience abuse at the same rate. Right. Here in Oklahoma County in 2020, um, we had 88 deaths as a result of domestic violence. And uh, 45 of them were men and the rest were women. Oh yeah, it's a real problem. And when I look at the organizations that are here and I look at the field of uh, domestic violence, uh, we're continuing to do the same thing and expecting a different result. And that's what led me to um, start my own organization. I wanted to be innovative. I wanted to be effective. And I wanted to be able to show people that love can exist and you don't have to live in trauma. Like one of my right. sayings is trauma is not a life sentence. And the levels of trauma that a person, a man or a woman experiences in domestic violence is astronomical. And I use that term for a reason because it, it is a huge portion of fear, hurt, disappointment, resentment, hate, all pointed towards self. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, Say man. that again. Yeah, I think the greatest relationship you should start with should be a relationship with yourself. We expect people to fill in the gaps within us. And that's the reason why a lot of relationships are fear-based and a lot of them are based on codependency. Because a lot of times we're looking for someone outside of us to complement something that's within us instead of looking within us to fix what's wrong with us or that the stages of development that can bring us into a state of wholeness so we can have something greater to offer in a state of completeness. Yeah, we got to begin to... We gotta start breaking the breaking the trauma bonds, man. Mm-hmm. Trauma bonds are something that just think about it. Like you could meet somebody, and let's say if you had your dad was absent, and then you meet with another person, their dad was absent. You say, "Oh, you know what? My dad was absent too," and that is where the bond begins. See, right. we have some relationships and marriages that aren't really love ties, soul ties. I mean, they're right. trauma bonds, and that's. Excuse me. And that's why they're going to see cycles of arguing, cycles of yelling, cycles of insecurity, jealousy, um, uh, manipulation. All Mm. that comes from somebody who is trauma bonded. So codependency is a a form of trauma bonding. So Mm. we as a community have to stop trying to ignore trauma because they feel like trauma makes you seem weak. That ain't got nothing to do with your mental health. We need to refrain from using the word strong or use it within its correct context. Strength has everything to do with what you're physically able to do and physically able to endure. It has absolutely nothing to do with your mentality. It's about being resilient. It is about having the ability to overcome. When you are seen deemed strong in our community, you don't get help. People will say, oh, you got it, but you're dying on the inside. 
You know, see, people don't understand that your body can be your casket and you don't have to be in the ground. You could be walking around here and walking around, you could be a walking casket because your insides are dead. You know, and that's what happens when you're trauma bond with people. It emotionally drains you. It is uh, uh, excessive fear. You are afraid to accomplish your goals. You won't ever accomplish what you want to accomplish or be what you want to be until you start to heal from the trauma. It's not bro, that that's, difficult. That's amazing, bro. Yeah. That is amazing, bro. It's so important to unpack that, right? And, and to be able to be in a space where you feel that there's, um, that there's safety and that there is support yeah. so that you can really work through that. Because what I'm hearing you talk about are, are not just ignoring um, you know, those, those feelings of discomfort and fear and pain and hurt um, and loss, but we've got to learn to confront them and look at them and stand there with them and with other people. Right. Really right. I, I got another term I use is when you hear people talking about talking about what they're going through, they're often going to resort to the things that traumatize them in their life. Mm -hmm. The IE, the victim mentality. Yeah. However, it's what you grow through is what we should be looking at. What right. you grow through, if you are growing, you have no time to look back at the, at the things that happened to you. Be you become resilient. It's what you grow through. And everything that we do, there's an opportunity for us to grow through any circumstances or situation. First, I would encourage people who want a different life, who wants a life without trauma, who wants to be in a healthy relationship or marriage, who wants to feel emotionally and mentally free to begin your healing process. Begin your healing process. Recognize that you are a human being first and foremost, regardless if you are a man or a woman. You deserve the right to live your life in peace. Peace is the ultimate goal of any relationship, of any marriage. It's not about what you can, what vacation you can take, because you can take a vacation, but you can still live in trauma. Recognize when you are responding from trauma. See, a lot of our relationships has a, a, a foundation of trauma responses. Trauma responses are ways you respond to uh, stimuli in your marriage or relationship from your traumatic childhood, adolescent, or something that may have tra traumatized you at any point in life, but because you felt like you were okay, you felt like you didn't need any type of help, but you continue to live in a relationship or a marriage that one, you're in fear of, that you are afraid of rejection, you want to be accepted, but you don't feel like you deserve to be accepted. Um, you want to be in control just to say that you have a possession. Right. These are things that batterers or abusive men and women think because they Absolutely. have the same behavioral patterns. Male and female abusers have the same behavioral patterns, meaning they will abuse you the same way. There isn't any difference. 
you know, and our our and we I'm gonna touch on, you know, growing up when you are taught that no matter what, if a girl hits you, you bet not hit her back because she's a girl. Mm. So that teaches the young, that teaches the, the, the little boy either to be a victim, allow this woman to hit him no matter how hard she hit him, and she, she can probably kill him, which, you know, the numbers don't lie. Or right. it teaches this man that, this boy that he got to hit her first. He got to fight. He got to fight for, back because he don't want to be it. Traumatized people, wow. traumatized people. Right. And let's not forget that within our homes where there are single parents, there are excessive levels of emotional abuse that transpires, you know, because, you know, most of the time it's going to be a mother and her kids. And there are times where there's a father and his kids. And you got life stresses and you come home and your kids right. is not doing what you want them to do. So you begin to yell, cuss at them, scream at them, have them doing, having them doing unrealistic expectations that you don't even do yourself or didn't do. You know, we have to get to a place in our community where one, we recognize our young men as human beings. Yeah. And two, we learn that teamwork makes the dream work. See, even in an abusive relationship, is there's no teamwork because you got one person that wants to own or be the team. And he, right. he or she is willing to hurt you to prove that they are the leader. Right. But when you have yeah. teamwork, go ahead. Go ahead. It's just, it's just crazy to think that how often trauma happens and we usually associate it more with relationships in regards to spouses than we do with children. You know, it's just like a, a woman seeing the son as her mate, as a spouse, yep. versus it actually being your son and feeling the need to control yep. it. And I've seen that with a lot of young men that I've mentored, where it's like the mother do treat yep. the child like, yo, like, like y'all, you're not together, right? This is your child, right. right? And I see that a lot, you know what I'm saying? And vice versa, bro. It's, it's huge. But those are, that's that mother parenting from a traumatic mind state. And I was thinking to myself, like, man, is trauma in everything? And then, boom, here comes slavery. I said, oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Trauma, the identity of, and let me say this clearly, the identity of African-American or the African-American community is trauma. Sure. That's what we are traumatized african-american or black people are some of the scariest people on the planet because we live in fear and it's Absolutely. easy for us to be oppressed you know within our community now i'm not saying it doesn't happen to others i don't know i just know that the community that i live in we it's easy for us to live into live in oppression Ooh. it's easy for us to follow ideations that um control us you know and let's talk about spiritual abuse do you know how many pastors that are currently abusing Sheesh. their wives? And in our community, we uphold the pastor on the high pedestal and you better not, you know, say anything bad about the pastor or you know how many people, how many pastors are telling people to stay in abusive relationships? You, right. you know how many, and they using the Bible, the same Bible they didn't yeah. say in the book of life. How are you using the book of life to call somebody to live in a life of death? Right. How are you yeah, using man. the book of life 
to encourage somebody to live a life filled with death. Yeah. Wow. You know what's crazy is like the thing that's supposed to set you free is actually bonded you in captivity. Absolutely. Unconsciously. So it makes me wonder like how many relationships would truly exist if it was not based on the premise of control? Um, a lot of them because we can base it on the premise of peace. We won't yeah. even have a lot of violence if we had our relationship to be in peace. Relationships Absolutely. is relationships are the most important concept ever. We wouldn't even be here today without Absolutely. a relationship. Absolutely. I agree. So we need to place more emphasis on the relationship versus the title of marriage. Absolutely. You know, and I know this ain't no disrespect to people who are married. Do what you do. I don't have any problem with what you do. I love you still. But I will tell you this. You won't, if you don't focus on the relationship, your marriage is going to be unhealthy. And there is a possibility. It's not impossible for us to have healthy relationships. We can have Absolutely. them. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. we just get comfortable in chaos. You get right. comfortable in chaos. So now people wonder how you end up with an, with an abuser after you leave an abuser. Mm -hmm. It's because you become trauma bonded within that abuse. Right. And you learn you know to go ahead. And what's crazy is that no matter what form of healthy you have in your life, mm -hmm. the smallest thing will always go back to that frame of reference, fam. Yeah. I've, I've noticed this before I started my journey of healing. It can be anything. It can be my wife saying, hey, did you take out the trash? And all of a sudden I'm, I'm taking back to something that happened with my father coming in, hitting my yep. sister, right? Beat my sister, me having to defend my sister or, um, a man, you know, beating on me because of something my mom said, or even my mom, fam. And, it, and no matter where yeah. you at in your reality, once you get triggered, it's not even the real experience of what you have going on there, but it's all the way back to when it first happened. And we don't recognize it. It derails everything in our lives. Well, I'll tell you this, man. They tell you that finances can kill a marriage. Trauma is the number one killer of your relationship. Facts. And I don't, trauma is the number one killer of your relationships. Yeah. Because if you're living in fear, you know what trauma is, you don't get to know the real person. Yeah. You just like, know a fearful, fearful person. There's you know? something there, man. And there's when my, something my, about that. When you talk about, <clears throat> You know, you brought up something that that is a usual trope for us um, is that money and finances at the center of, of marriage loss um, at, at the highest rate. And you've you've really gone deeper mm -hmm. to really point out that it is the trauma and the bond to mm -hmm. of trauma yep. to money and our financial history and our experiences that are at the root of mm -hmm. it. And and I think speaking yep. on that is is really the space we gotta move into. Because yeah, if we talk talking. about yeah. We talk about what trauma is, yeah. like the trauma that I've had in my financial life growing up where, where poor was the mainstay. So always being in fear yeah. of not yeah. having enough money is what I bring into my relationship. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah. that fear and basing my decisions, basing my reactions, basing my interactions um, in the most sensitive spaces and places in our time and our, and our, and our trials at growth is really what it means that money is at the center. No, it's the trauma that I'm carrying right. or that, that a partner is yeah. carrying related to mm -hmm. how we relate with each other with money. And that's the space mm -hmm. we really got to get to work in. So thank you so much for saying that, man. That's dope. I mean, cheating. You know, they talked about cheating. Think about it. 
You cheat because you want to feel accepted. Right. Again, that comes from trauma. Anything, every anything that's maladaptive comes from trauma. You know, and I, I and I quote this. So this is you know this is me, and and I have been practicing therapy for fourteen years, and I have seen a lot, and I am have the ability to put things together to get a better understanding. Everything that we do is rooted in trauma. Think mm -hmm. about how let's talk. Briefly, and I don't want to step on no toes, but I'm going to say it anyway. Think about Christianity. Think about how they told you Jesus died on the cross. How they showed you the movies of violence and him getting hit and the thorn on his head, the nails in his hand. Think about how traumatic that is. Man, it's true. You think that, that, so God is love, but God has to traumatize us in order for us to understand that he's real or understand that there's a creator. You know what I'm saying? Like trauma will allow you to continue to be oppressed when the cell, the gate to the cell is open. It will make you stay in that cell because it's comfortable. And until we start to look at these ideations, look at these traditions, look at where they came from and do the opposite, yeah. We're going to continue to be oppressed without the whips and chains. Absolutely. This, this is a space I, I, I want you to speak on, bro. Yeah. Um, especially yeah. because our, our platform is men, right? And, yeah. and when we talk about modern manhood and wanting to bring resources and to bring okay. uh, ideas to help us to grow and to move, um, mm -hmm. we've, we've walked delicately in this space because when we talk about domestic violence, the, the cultural, you know, mm -hmm. um, the, the cultural view of it is men battering women right mm -hmm. how can we talk to men right now and say all right bro we see you because we did a post um we did a post in the past couple of days asking men to mm -hmm. simply say whether or not they've been on the receiving end of domestic abuse or domestic violence and it's funny because we're in a private men group right yeah we posted the same question and you can see publicly that there's not much chatter, but in our in our private group, private group. Where, where we've provided a safe space for men to really talk about it and share their feelings with one another non-judgmentally, there's a lot more talk and there's a lot more people who are willing to say, men who are willing to say, yeah, I've been on that receiving end of it. So help us, um, I, I want you to talk to, to those guys right now who are unfortunately suffering silently how what, what what yeah all right. we got we got we got guys that's on our facebook live that's asking questions too okay <laughs> hey all right listen, so kelly said uh, do you believe a trauma bond can become a soul tie as well yes and i say that because it's gonna first if both partners uh are are aware of their trauma and they are on the path to healing then yes it can become a soul tie because you can, because the trauma bond will be broken. When you stop responding from trauma, then your trauma bond is broken. Nice. So the what Bible I would like to say, say, the Bible says, "Love covers a multitude of sins." I believe, I believe, love is a thing that heals people, but it takes openness to receive love. And fear is well, openness. Yeah. You got to be receptive to. Yeah. It. Peace. You got to be peace. receptive. Peace does, right. but also, but also gratitude, because it's it's a yeah. higher vibrational force that allows us to be receptive, just like in a relationship and being vulnerable. The thing, and I, I think we got to be, I think we got to be conscious of using the words victim mentality too, 
Because I think as far as men, we don't like to express how we truly feel in being vulnerable because we don't want to look mm-hmm. like a victim. So there's a thin balance between us having a victim mentality where it's a woe is me versus you, you know what? I don't want nobody to feel sorry for me. So I'm going to suffer in silence. And actually being in a position where we can express it and recognize that being vulnerable is a healthy thing, even when it's uncomfortable. So what I would say to any man, first, you got to recognize when your partner is being abusive. If And listen, they about to get, let me put you up on game. This is good. If your partner is not helping you financially with your bills, and I, I know each, each household is different, and they're watching you work as a man, that's not, no, that's not okay. You shouldn't have to put everything in that household because there's two people in that household that should be working together mm. as a team. Do you understand that the reason that you have stress is financial? It don't matter how much money you make. Listen, another thing, I know you've been taught to chase women growing up, or you proved to that woman why you should be in her life because you're this great man. You can't be a man if you're not a human being. You don't have you don't have to give your value to no person, woman or whoever you decide to be with. Do not give your value away. That creates insecurities, low self-esteem, low self-confidence, and it will hinder you from every goal that you try to set because you spend the rest of your life proving to a person why you should be in their life. You have just as much value as the person that you're with. You have value. You don't need to chase anybody. Do not chase anybody. Because what happens when you chase a person, they would never respect or appreciate you. I said that. They would never respect or appreciate anything that you do. Never. So do not chase. It's okay to keep your own value. It's okay to be confident. And if you are in a situation where your woman does not respect your emotions or feelings, that's abusive. If you're in a situation where your woman is calling you names or belittling you or being condescending towards you, you are in an abusive situation and you do not deserve that at all. And if you need someone to talk to, somebody who actually understands the concept of domestic violence between men and women and women and men, then feel free to inbox me or contact me on any platform that you see me on. And I promise you that trauma is not a life sentence and you cannot just ignore the fact that you have had trauma. We gotta heal together. We have to heal together. We will be a better community if we learn to heal. Listen, the progression of our community is not solely based on what men do, it's what we do, men and women. Yeah. It's what we do. Stop taking on a burden that's going to cause you depression, anxiety, PTSD. Be upfront. Tell your person how you're feeling. Talk to them. And if they can accept you and understand you for being a human being, then that is a person that is not ready for you. Wow. They're just not ready for you. Remember, don't chase. You don't have to prove to nobody why you should be in their life. Absolutely. You don't have to prove that. Don't chase. You know what's crazy? You know, is all you got to do is attract 
But that's even crazy to think that trauma bonding usually is a result of something that we've attracted into our life because of things that we've dealt with internally. Yep. Yeah. You know, a trauma bond, you get in these relationships and you start to, you, you <laughs> trauma bonding with a person, you start to expect that person to heal you through your trauma. It's got, you got two traumatized people trying to heal themselves, heal the other person without looking at them, excuse me, without looking at themselves. Mm. That's just like Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder leading, leading themselves through a cave. <laughs> How they gonna get out? You know what I'm saying? Like, we gotta stop that, man. It's time mm. for us to do stuff different because- As much as, as, much as I agree with that, man, I gotta, I, I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a pull you back on that one because that example of, of the blind leading the blind, that's a whole different conversation, but it is something that I know that yes, has an amazing and extraordinary experience to, to know about. Be, and I'm saying this because my wife works with uh, the blind community. And wow. so oh. I'm not going to take away from, from the, the, the beauty and the strength of, of people who, who absolutely can find themselves out of the cave. When there are yeah, no yeah. Eyes For sure. Absolutely. Right? I'm going to say that, but I'm going to tell you, 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 what you're saying right now is, is God, it's life-changing, man. It's life-changing. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, hey, so while we're there, Tell us about the event. Absolutely. Because you did say blind leading blind, but actually we got people with vision that's leading people into understanding that healing yes. is possible. Healing is possible. And as you got to see, Clinton said his sister died at this, you guys. So that's that's like, I love my sisters. Every single sister I got in my life, I love them to death. So, bro, thank you for being courageous enough to not just um, be someone that's wounded in this space, but I'm grateful that you actually understand and you're using your own story and your testimony to help other people overcome. Because there are a lot of people that, that um, are seeking refuge. And when I first met Clinton, his dream, and I believe this is gonna happen, was to build like not just an apartment complex, but businesses, resources in a district where people who are facing domestic violence will have a place to come, they can get a job, they can rebuild their life. Um, in, 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 a, in a form of fashion. This is something that we don't really see often in our society because usually when people happen, uh, when an experience happens, people identify themselves as the experience. But it's not too often that a person says, you know what, I love this. And because this is something that's happened in my life, how can I help other people champion this and overcome this nail together? So tell us about your event that you're doing. So October the 23rd and 24th, we will be on the, uh, at the Devon Boathouse. We're going to sail up the Oklahoma uh, River. It's Let's Heal, and it's a trauma release brunch. So it's about healing. We are going to heal. On the 23rd and 24th, there's going to be some people on that boat that's going, that are going to begin their healing process. So we're going to have a panel of speakers that's going to talk about trauma, what it is, and how to recognize it. That's on the first day. We're also going to have brunch and mimosas. The second day, we're going to uh, have a keynote speaker, which will be myself on um, recognizing and overcoming trauma from personal experiences and how I was able to overcome them. Then uh, after I speak, we're gonna have balloons that have um, are different colors. They're gonna be colors of like domestic violence is purple, uh, PTSD is like teal, mental health is green. You know, we're gonna have those balloons and the participants will write their specific trauma on the balloons and we're going to go to the deck of the boat and we will release them into the sky 
we're going to heal. It's going to be an amazing, amazing event. Right now, we're also looking for uh, sponsors so we can make the event free. So, and all we're asking for is a sponsorship of one ticket for one person. And um, it could be it's, it could be a victim of a car accident or a victim of domestic violence or a, a victim of any type of trauma that, um, you know, that's impacting life. Because we believe that trauma is not a life sentence. And we're going to show you that it is. Absolutely. That's dope, man. Yeah. That's awesome. So I just donated. So we got to make sure we got donate information to be able to donate to that. That way we can help sponsor that event for you as well, bro. That's you can go to you can go to if you wanted to uh, donate for the event, which I know I have a Facebook thing too, Facebook uh, fundraiser going on. But you can go to uh, excuse me, um, www.clintonspeaks.com, www.clintonspeaks.com. And awesome. it, you can uh, the Eventbrite is on there as well. You could donate there. Um, we have we need uh, we have uh, about twenty six spots available. So if you know anyone that is willing to participate and uh, donate any amount, we accept that as well. We'll make it work to what we need to do to make sure that we are not only encouraging healing but being a stapler in you know healing period because it's time for us to break this cycle of trauma it's time for us to live in peace you know that song came out living your best life yeah okay they sung that song for a minute it ain't been hot not right now huh right. yeah it's gone now so you know at first you heard everybody singing living your best life even the people who had trauma living your best life mm. i know that's right so now let's heal i also have a song that I was able to write, and I had a, a a group of artists that were amazing. It's called Let's Heal. Um, I'm trying to do it. Like I'm going to do it. We will heal. You walking around me, we healing today. You gonna heal today? That's dope. Thank you for that, man. That's amazing. That's amazing. Ooh, what a platform. Yes, sir. So we can find you at um, ClintonSpeaks.com, right? Also on Facebook. You guys are hearing that this event is coming up. Yes, or an amazing event for uh, healing. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook as well. But um, just know that whatever you donate or, I mean, if somebody donates something you can't afford to pay or whatever, um, you got to go register on, um, on Eventbrite and we'll make it happen. This is, I believe, wholeheartedly in healing. And healing in the in the actually uh, reality of healing, I'm not asking you to pray about it. I'm not asking you to pray about it at all. I'm asking you to take control of your life. I'm asking you to help someone else take control of their life because sometimes helping people yeah. helps you too. You know, so Absolutely. you know, I'm not asking for you to break your bank or nothing like that. I'm just asking so that we can have the ability to to provide healing to people who may not be able to afford it Absolutely. i mean and they 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 and it's very much deserved and this is something that i plan on doing monthly so nice yeah we we about to make some things happen we're in the process of doing it now like i'm feeling really good about it i'm excited you know because it is different and i know that you got to be innovative when you want change and you can't keep people in the same environment and expect them to change facts you know yeah. so it's time to just get out of that environment yeah, facts.
Thank you for that, brother. Thank you. Um, guys, if you're not, um, first, I want to say anybody who's watching this, thank you. Let us know some comments. Let us know, um, uh, you know, the inspiration that he's bringing to the table. There was a lot of information um, that we can take with us right now and walk and live in a healthier and happier life. Um, we want to welcome you guys to the man cave. Listen, this modern manhood uh, platform that Donnell and I really put together, we, we are proud of the work that's already going on there. We're proud of the connections. We're proud of the resources. Clint, having you in there, your insight and your knowledge and your passion has been such a great addition to, you know, to the community that we're building right now. So we want to thank you for that. And everybody who's watching this, um, Keep on the lookout. We've got a lot of amazing events and opportunities to, to heal and grow and work together and build the, the family and the life and the community that we want to see. Um, so keep your eyes open. If you haven't, check out our website at um, manhood um, manhoodmasterclass.com. Fellas, if you are not in the man cave, this is your this is your your opportunity and your invitation to come and, and join in that a space that we particularly curated for you to be able to have confidence and comfort and safety that you can heal and express and talk and think and work through and connect with with other like minded men who want to see a healthier and happier self and a healthier happier community. So. We want to thank you guys for joining us. Um, check out our other episodes. We'll be uh, we'll be bringing you more people, more opportunities to to talk about things that need to come to the table, so that we can live and be our best selves. Donnell, um, what what uh, what things do we have coming up on uh, the modern man his side that we need to keep in mind of before we check out? Man, so look, we got a fitness challenge coming up, uh, which you guys don't know. Can I can I go ahead and tell them? Absolutely, man. All right, and let me say this too. I am grateful, man, that we had this conversation. I didn't realize that when we posted it yesterday on a public page, it was very few people that said, I have been through this. And then in a private page, a lot more men said, I have, which I'm grateful because that just shows us that men are feeling comfortable in private spaces where they do recognize they have a voice. So Clinton, thanks for saying that. Thanks for saying that, man, you got value. You don't always gotta be chasing to find your value and your security. Um, thank you for telling us what abuse looked like. Cause a lot of times we don't know what abuse looked like. I know I've been involved in some abusive relationships where I did not know what abuse looked like until I'm grateful for my wife. But until I got around my wife and she said, hey, babe, look, I've studied psychology and this is probably not the best way to handle this. Right. And so I'm grateful that she is like you, a psych major, where she was able to speak it to my life for me to be like, hey, you know what? Maybe I'm not doing this the right way. Shout out to my boy Luke, mm -hmm. who said the same thing. Luke said the same thing. He said, bro. I definitely had to realize I can't raise my child the way I was raised, right? And so these are these are men that are being yeah. able to say, man, you know what? I don't have it all together. I'm grateful for my upbringing because it exposed me to some things. And I'm grateful yeah. that now I'm around men who can actually give us resources and tools to overcome these things. You cannot live your best life if it's driven by trauma, bar none. That was the message of this. But anyway, so we got a yeah. fitness challenge coming up, you guys. My man, Dr. Davis, is teaching Tai Chi. We got Cody Madison um, that's going to be teaching us a workout. Emmanuel Susano is going to be teaching us. We got somebody that's going to be teaching us yoga. I think we have a Zuma instructor as well. Absolutely. And he's done, right. man. <laughs> so, so look, Bring if it. you guys love fitness, we got five or six different instructors who is going to take us through a different workout over the next few weeks. And as you see, I've never done Zuba before. So it's going to be something new. I've never done Tai Chi before. Um, I just got destroyed doing some hit this morning by my coach. All right. So I got some, we have some coaches in our group that's going to help us 
um, level up and doing things we've never done before. Um, as you guys seen, Clinton has his event coming up. So if you all would like to sponsor, he, he posted the information on how to sponsor. Uh, we do have the Man Cave event coming up the last Monday, which I'm going to start posting that as well. So we'll have our next gathering as well. So I would love for you all men to be a part of this. Also, if you know somebody that can benefit from being in the Man Cave, invite them. I do want to share one last thing. There was a woman that was invited to our group. I don't know how Dr. David invited her, <laughs> but, but she posted yesterday. I don't know how I got, yeah, she said, I don't know how I got invited to this group, but she said, I wanted to share something. And she shared something that said, most men are dying inside because we feel like we have to carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. And we have not been taught how to effectively express it. And she said, men, I wanted to share this article with you all to let you know that you're loved and that you should express how you feel because we don't want to see our men dying. And when I seen this article, I was like, man, this is beautiful. But I was like, who invited this girl to this group, right? So, so, so I, I sent her a message and I said, hey, thank you so much for posting that article. It was beautiful. I don't know how you got invited. Damon invited you. And she says, I don't know how, but I've been in this group for a long time. And she said, you guys are doing an amazing job. And I thought, man, it is dope that she was in there, but it was great to hear from a woman. I appreciate what you are doing for the men in the group. And just so you men know, we would not be able to do this without you. It's because of you. It's because the great leaders that's in our group were able to do these amazing things that a lot of people probably would never experience. There are people every day that's dying in domestic violence. There's people that are dying every day to poor health. There are people that's dying financially, right? There are people every day that's being driven by trauma. We have the opportunity to change our lives, to change our children's lives, to change generations. I had to get off here because my daughter came in here and said, Dad, can I have your book? Because I'm going to school and I want to read it. And I think about how much trauma I expressed in my book, right? From seeing my mother abused, from seeing my sisters abused, from me being in abusive relationships, right? Me being on both ends. I've never hit a woman, but I've been mentally abused before. I've been the abuser, right? I've been the verbal abuser. I've been these assets of my life, but I'm grateful that it was leaders that saw value in me that said, Daniel, I want to lead you out of this. I want to be able to show you opportunities for development. And this would not be available had it not been for people like you guys. So I want to say I love you. I really appreciate what you do because this is huge in our lives, right? We have the opportunity to transform generations, you guys. And this is really bringing healing to our culture, not just religion, because religion has been perpetuated for a long time, but this is relationship. This is, this is tools. This is what we need to level up and really live our best lives. So I appreciate you guys that's tuned in. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you next time. Next time on our Friday chat. Y'all right, have a blessed Thanks for Friday. having me. All right, peace. All right, peace.